fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 What's going on, dude? Ah, you know. I know. It's Tuesday, January 11th, 2011. One. And it is cold outside. One, one. It is so freaking cold outside. Negative (laughs) cold outside. Episode 50 of the Hotbox. What's up? My name is Matt. This is Sandy. A round of applause for us. Yay. Yay, us. 50. Pat's on the back. Way to go, us, for doing this damn thing every day. Tuesday and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, for the last 50 episodes. You're welcome. Yes. All of you are welcome. Do you know how much great information and entertainment is just trapped inside in BDSM gear, just like trying to get out of these 50 episodes? I know. It's so many. So impactful. So much. So, one, 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 one. I know. Full on. Telling you this whole year, full Full on, on, dude. Uh, Let's start things off. I got a quick uh, little MPP update, the Marijuana Policy Project. You guys can go to mpp.org and sign up and get these to your email as I do mine. This is the uh, top 10 marijuana victories of 2010. Uh, No particular order. Uh, I'll just go through these real quick. Number one, New Jersey legalizes medical marijuana. Good job, Jersey. Yay! That is. But uh, then they had the guy, that Christy. <laughs> right, and that was cabbage. Yeah, that was cabbage. Number two, Washington, <laughs> D.C. legalizes medical marijuana, the capital of this great nation of ours. But see, they legalized, they had medical marijuana a while ago. It wasn't well, that right. that happened. It was that they finally got the funding right. to get the program going. Okay. But number, that was still a huge step. Yay. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Golf clap. Uh, number three, Arizona legalizes medical marijuana. Uh, good job, hey, Arizona. You know, just figure out how to get a little bit more. If you could just take care of people. If you could only figure out how to get that medical marijuana to the people, you'd be great. Yeah. Uh, number four, California Initiative de- demonstrates record support for legalization. Ooh. While Prop 19 failed at the polls on Election Day, this ballot initiative still represents significant progress for the movement. Yes. Uh, 46.54% of the vote. That was almost wasn't half. Enough, it was very close. It was. Number five, marijuana-friendly governors elected in three states. Yay. Uh, Neil Abercrombie for uh, Democrat of Hawaii, Hawaii. Dan yes. Malloy, Democrat of Connecticut, and Peter Shumlin, uh, Democrat Vermont. Is that weird that they're all Democrats? No. Okay. I wouldn't really expect think that of from Republican. a Republican. Right, right. Uh, maybe num- in the future. Maybe. <laughs> maybe once they evolve out of that homo erectus into the homo sapien with the rest of us maybe they can work on that uh number six three states regulate expand medical marijuana laws uh colorado maine and new mexico so good job you guys Yay. If you could only just get the mites out of your... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, number Word. seven, local initiative victories in four states. Massachusetts, Wisconsin, California, Colorado. Mm-hmm. So good job there, guys. Uh, number seven, local initiative victories in four states. Massachusetts, uh, California, Colorado, and uh, Wisconsin. What? Yes. Did I just read that? Number eight, uh, a great <laughs> victory for Matt over here for reading things twice. Jesus Christ, it's dude. It's okay. It happens. I just wanted to say Massachusetts again. <laughs> uh, number eight, Veterans Affairs. Jesus, dude. Happy episode 50. Yay. Veterans Affairs recognizes medical marijuana. Uh, for the first time since 1978, a federal agency recognized marijuana's therapeutic value when the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs issued a new policy in 2010 stating that veterans who use medical marijuana legally under state law would no longer be denied other prescription medications or treatments. Which was entirely necessary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, number nine, two good court decisions in California. Uh, in the Anaheim case, a California appellate court found that federal law does not prevent cities and counties from licensing medical marijuana dispensaries. 
And in a separate case, a California Superior Court blocked an L.A. City Council ordinance that would have wiped out most dispensaries in the second largest city in the U.S. Uh, and then in parenth, neither case has reached its final conclusion yet, however. Aww. And number 10, California improves existing decriminalization law. Uh, in 75, California decriminalized marijuana. 1975. Yeah. Do you guys, do you remember back in 75? That was six years that before was, I was born. That was right before the spirit of 76, okay? Just if a year before that, California had a decriminalization law. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, this was meaning that people who were apprehended with up to an ounce of pot could not face jail time. In 2010, the California government improved this law by changing marijuana possession from a criminal misdemeanor, of course, to a civil infraction, uh, meaning that no one gives a shit uh, about it anymore. So, Thank you, Schwarzenegger. Yay! <laughs> so, a couple other quick things we should mention. Mm, please. Yes, we went to Missoula on Zoo Town! Woo! Yeah, we hung out at Zoo Mountain Natural and Care. if you go to hotboxpodcast.com or you're subscribed to the feed in iTunes and you gave us a rating and a review, as you all should have, whether you listen live or not, all of you should have, uh, episode 49, we had me, you, Irvin Rosenfeld, federal yes. patient, we had Heidi from Montana Connect, we had James, we had... Logan, uh, Logan, head from uh, Zoo Mountain Natural Care, and we had Christina from Garden Mother Earth. That's right. Yes. That episode was great. I apologize for the quality. We didn't want to bring all of this stuff there. (laughs) So, yeah. We only had so much room <clears throat> in our car. I heard, <laughs> I heard there was some echo in in the uh, the live. That's because the room we were in was this big. <laughs> That's why. And yeah. I think some people had both audios on because I had it. Like, if you listen to this show at hotboxpodcast.com slash live, only one camera has audio playing. When we did that, I had both of them having audio playing. So you had to turn one of them off. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you would have heard that. So I think that's what everyone was talking about. There's yeah. no echo now, is there? Oh, there better freaking not be. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> so. It was it was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, and I had a great time, definitely. Yeah, we got to have a... We got to see Irv's book signing, and he actually yep. signed our books. I streamed a, cool. a little of that on the uh, the old Droid X there. Yep, yep. And, you know, it was it was a really informative trip that I enjoyed. Now, this Saturday is the No Patient Left Behind fundraiser. Right? No right? Patient Left Behind. Right. Ever. Ever. Right. And they're going to have a House of Quist there. There's going to be a silent auction, a raffle, a dinner. Um, let's see. This is going to be in Missoula, everybody. So call 406-285-1034 or email responsiblemontanans at gmail.com for more details. $5 general admission after 730 <coughs> and $75 VIP all access, which will let you sit down with Irv <coughs> just like we did. Right. And hear all of the fun things he has to say. Did we have to pay $75 to do that? No, actually. Thank goodness. Yes. Because guess what? We probably wouldn't have been able to do that. No. But yeah, definitely you guys want to go to this. It's going to be a good time. If you're local, check it out. Uh, We're going to try and make it down there. So uh, maybe we'll set up a little live stream again or something like that. Yes. And eh, then also I wanted to mention. Our friend Annie made me something. Oh yeah, you've been you've been waiting for this for a while. This is really cool. Yeah. So, this is a hemp purse that she made me. That is so cool. Right. And for then sure. I, she sewed these patches onto it for me, which right. I thought were really cool. And, and she f- added yellow. And for the podcast listeners, I'll, we'll take a picture of it and toss it up on the site on the yeah. The Twitter if people the- yeah, because people won't be able to see it after I'm showing it right now. But, I mean, it's really nice. It is. Oh, and, and uh, Heidi from Montana Connect says this, the VIP meal, it's a catered meal, so proper attire is required. Yes. Which means that I won't be able to go. <laughs> I don't own proper attire, so. Well, you can clean up a little bit. Nah, that's all right. You know, just don't wear, Not like, a suit and tie kind of guy, if you know what I mean. Well, yeah, but I don't, I don't know many people who are. Well, 
I would expect that for $75 a plate, there would right, be suits right, and ties. Right, right. So, anyways, um, Annie, Annie's at the Smokers Friendly, which is yep. down on the highway um, out by Columbia Falls by the windmill. And she makes a lot of these kinds of purses, and she does special orders and stuff. So I wanted to give her a quick shout-out, because I really appreciate that. That's right. That. So if you guys want something like that, specially made, email info at hotboxpodcast.com, and we'll, uh, we'll get it over to her. Yeah, definitely. Or just or stop in there and see her and Ron. If you're local. Friendly. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying, like, for if you don't live here, we can still get you yeah. stuff like this, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And she does such <coughs> a good job. Dude, I mean, that she, is way cool. I want yeah. a hemp laptop bag. That would be so awesome. Yeah. And she makes beanies and wallets. Yeah, and anything you got, want. Anything you can think of. And she has all different kinds of patches and different things you can have put on it. And you can give her an idea and she'll figure it out. If you have a patch that you want, you can send Mm -hmm. that and we'll get it to her and all that. But yeah, definitely if you're local, go down to Smokers Friendly. He's got some cool stuff in there for sure. And uh, yeah, yeah, check it out. Yep, yep. So. So, um, uh, also, Mm -hmm. last, last point that we needed to make sure got brought up tonight. On the 20... First, everybody needs to go to Helena for the legislative hearing. Um, It's going to be a very, very important one. Yes. Because there are people there that are trying to get everything repealed. And we need to stop that. We need numbers there. We need people showing that this right. there's no one in their right mind that should ever consider repealing something like this. Right. We want people that are using it that have a problem that are like look at me I am proof that this plant is helping my life right. much better than what you're giving me than what you're trying to give me than what you're giving me. Right. And this is much better. And we need to remember to be respectful as well. Absolutely. We don't want to make the news for some blow up in front of all of these people that no. honestly, I mean, they're the ones who are going to be deciding the fate. Exactly. Of Play the game. You got to be there to educate the people in a mm-hmm. nice, kind manner. You don't want to talk down to them too much. Right. Uh, <laughs> and basically just just show up and be like, here we are let's do this. Let's talk about it. Let's figure this out. Yeah. Because it's going to get worked out one way or another. Whether we're there or not doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. They're going to do something regardless. So the more of us that can be there to help that go where it needs to go rather than where they think it needs to go, the better. Because they have no clue what where it needs to go. Right. And I mean, if we make sure also that we set this example for everybody and yep. that we can have them go, you know, wow, you know, they they were really they well were educated. Normal. They spoke well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You they know, were normal human beings just like you and me. Right. Holy cow. Crazy. What we have to basically do is go there and offset this vision that they have in their minds of what marijuana is. We have to go there and say, we're not smoking marijuana. This is medical cannabis. This is cannabis. This is what we do. And show them that we're fine. We're not cancer stricken. We're not crazy. We're not, well, some of us. We're not, you know, we're good people. We're not second class citizens. That's what we need to get across. We're not criminals. We're not second class citizens just because we choose to smoke this plant rather than you know, whatever. Well, and else. I still want to know why it's so dangerous. It's yeah, exactly. We have proof right here. Every single one of us that smokes that is just doing a okay. Your proof. Well, yeah, we're all proof. I mean, I just I, it it's insanity that people let yeah. this be such a huge issue, but it is. And so when we approach it, we have to approach it very kindly and politely, as much as we want to freak out. That's Okay, so it's going to be at 3 o'clock in room 152 in Helena. And that's January 21st. Yes, 10 days from today. The legislative session, right? Right. And there's going to be carloads of people going from every conceivable town. So if you're somewhere and you want to go... Contact someone with the MMGA, 
Um, I mean, that's right. If you're a patient, if you're a caregiver, if you're just down for the cause, we need numbers. Right. And I I mean, you know, we'll have cars leaving from Kalispell. There's going to be cars leaving from Missoula. That's right. We we want to get everybody there. We'll get you there if if you need. Yeah. So it'll be at the Capitol, too. Thank you, Heidi. I forgot to say that. I should probably tell people where in Helena they oh, should yeah, go. Yeah, right. The the <laughs> Capitol Room one fifty two, three o'clock, January twenty first. Yes. Two thousand eleven. Go there. Okay. Be good. And I'm I Just represent. Go there and represent. That's yeah, all. I'm planning on going. Right on. Yeah. I'm planning on it. I have to make sure that everything goes according yeah, right. to plan. <laughs> For sure. You know, but anyways, so that's, you know, kind of, I think that's a big deal and that everybody needs to. Yeah, that's going to dictate what ends up happening. Right. If you get to continue smoking for whatever purpose you're smoking for, or if only terminally ill people get to smoke it and how much you can have, like they're going to fix everything that they think is broken. So we need to go there and show them exactly, which is why. We have to go there and show them right. it's not that bad. We're doing just fine. Look at how our industry is flourishing. Well, look and at just it. look at us. I mean, exactly. people have jobs. I mean, people are actually having functioning lives now. Yep. Why take that away from everyone? I know, right? Just because of your own personal... Beef with it? Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Just because you had something drilled into your head that was a complete fabrication of reality, and you're using that to base laws that affect our real reality? Like, come on. Come on. Yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense at all. But no, it's silly. I mean, I understand. It's it's one of those things, though, where, I mean, everybody's been told that for as long as we can remember. Marijuana exactly. is dangerous. Some it, of us just chose to think for ourselves and figure it out for ourselves rather than do what we were told to do. Because right. Because some of us know better. Right. Hey, some of us are leaders. Some of us are followers. That's all I'm saying. So... We got a a little interview for uh, everyone, maybe? Yeah, Montanans for Responsible Legislation. We're uh, going to try to get a hold of them because they're going to be up there on the 21st also. And they actually have several different representatives that are doing a lot of things to try to help different patients in different areas. The vets, you know, just everybody. Okay. All right. So, uh, ready for some news? Episode uh-huh. 50. I know. Sandy, my name is Matt. And we Hot still Box. have news stories. The Hotbox Podcast. Every time we do the show, we have more and more news stories. I know, right? It's never going to end. And the one that's really making me the most angry right now, and it actually involves off. the Arizona shootings, too. Oh, start us I off, think please. everybody knows about that. Mm-hmm. The... Um, that guy, Jared Lawner, yeah, Lofner, Jared Lee Lofner, and that new sure. picture that they have of him now, where he's shaved, is mm. creepy, mm-hmm. like bad. They so, are the spin doctors. They're now trying. They're they're putting pot in the headlines with him. Oh, on please, stories. Thank you. Because apparently a friend said that he smoked marijuana. (laughs) So now that has to be a big case. Right, because correlation equals causation, right? Sure. Right. And so, you know, it's, it's the first time that anybody's actually, like, come out and made it sound like he has any kind of a drug problem. Did pot trigger Gifford shooting? No, you idiot. It didn't. Yeah, I mean, it. Th- of course they're going to find a way to link it. I mean, if they can. If Did, Hey, I got a headline Canada's- for you. I, I have a headline for you. Did politics trigger Gifford's shooting? <gasps> yeah. Oh, my goodness. We need to maybe look at politics and do something about this, huh? Yeah. People are ending up dead because of politics. And that's That's no good. 
I know. But you politics know. has killed more people than marijuana now. Look yeah. what you did. But it's one of those double, you know, two-sided things. I mean, it's okay for me to do it, but not for you. Oh, well, of course. Of course. But, um, so one of his friends just came out and said that he was a loner who smokes pot. That was the comment. Hey, thanks, friend. How about, how about my friends shut their mouths if I'm ever arrested for something? Well, and she You're not helping. She even went on to say that she hasn't even had contact with him since, like, 2007. Oh, so you so. know what? You saw a Facebook update or something? But who are you? And why are you talking to the paper about this? Yeah. So, you know, now it's got to be this big issue where, oh, he's a pothead and it destroyed his whole life. And now that's, you know, apparently one of the reasons why he sure. went on this rampage. Of course it which was. Which it was. It was a total rampage. But... It was well, not a marijuana-fueled rampage. Cannabis did not do this. No, not <laughs> in the least. Not even close. But, I mean, it just makes me angry how often they find those negative headlines or those negative things that they can focus on. It's JC all over again. And they're just going to keep doing it. I this, just- this lady, <laughs> Bernadine Dorn... In her declaration of a state of war, this is the weather underground terrorist Bernadine Dorn, had declared marijuana and other mind-altering drugs to be weapons in the revolution. She said, quote, We fight in many ways. Dope is one of our weapons. The laws against marijuana mean that millions of us are outlaws long before we actually split. Guns and grass are united in the youth underground. Oh, Playboy founder Hugh Hefner was the early funder of the marijuana legalization movement, but funding over the last couple of decades has come from billionaires George Soros, University of Phoenix founder John Sperling, and progressive insurance executive Peter Lewis. Progressive insurance? Hey, I'm with them, sure. Um, President Barack Obama is an acknowledged former user of marijuana, as well as cocaine... And promise the drug well, lobby that he would ease up on prosecutions of marijuana users. Hey, thanks, Obe. Look at Thank our previous you. president, though. Yeah. He, he was all about the blow. Yeah. No comment. It appears that Lofner's arrest for possessing drug paraphernalia back in 07 was dropped from his record after he completed a court diversion program. Otherwise, this could have prevented him from buying a gun and carrying out the rampage. Really? One of Lofner's friends is quoted by Mother Jones Magazine as saying that he thought Lofner had given up alcohol and marijuana during the fall of 08, but that was before he was rejected for Army service on grounds of drug use. Hmm. Army rejected him. Reports yeah. of Lofner using drugs continued into his college days, and as late as last June, he was making outbursts and laughing out loud in class. Lofner's former college instructor, Ben McGahee, recalled that he showed up to class with his face deeply red. Quote, it was as if he was high on drugs. He would sit there with a very red face just listening to his iPod and would make these strange mutterings every so often. A photograph of a smirking Jared Lofner after he was taken into custody seems to prove beyond a doubt that he is seriously disturbed as a result of prolonged drug use. Guess what drug wasn't a part of that, though? Yeah. <clears throat> I guarantee if he was smoking pot, doing coke, heroin, whatever else, it wasn't the pot that made him nuts. I promise you. Yeah, that I, I promise. say had nothing to do with He exhibited it. symptoms of paranoid schizophrenia. Hmm, interesting. Maybe that's what the problem hmm. was. Hmm. Maybe, maybe... Hmm. Dr. Howard Osofsky, head of the Department of Psychiatry at the Louisiana State University Health Sciences Center, says, quote, People who use marijuana and use it frequently and in high amounts are more likely to develop mental illness. Really? You're an idiot, Howard. I had mental illness long before the Your <laughs> Correlation and causation. Most people will have mental illness regardless of if they smoke pot or not when they're younger or growing up or whatever. I smoke pot, and I don't have mental illness. 
Well, we we spoke with Irvin Rosenfeld, None who's diagnosed, been at least. for 28 years. There you go. There's two. And he I bet I can find a, way more than that. And he handles, I mean, he's a businessman. This guy's clearly paid off, I'm sure. Louisiana Medical Marijuana State? Don't think so. Is it? Heidi, quick. Loeffner's use of uh, marijuana apparently began in high school. Katie Parker, who attended Mountain View High School and Pima Community College, along with Loeffner, called him a pothead who was quite liberal and left-wing. He hated religion, listened to acid rock, and posted a link to an American flag-burning video. Because of the evidence that Loeffner was a pothead and the evidence that marijuana abuse is linked to mental illness, uh, except that there is no evidence, uh, the Soros-funded marijuana lobby is working overtime to draw... draw I'll get to you. Hold on a sec. To try to draw media... Anybody there? Hold on a sec. I will get to you. To draw media attention away from his addiction to the drug. Yes, caller, you're live on the hotbox. What's up? Oh, hey, what's happening, man? Hey, what's going on? Hello? So, we had, a, we had some Skype issues. We're all straight okay. now. I apologize for that. This is our 50th episode, actually. 50th episode? That's right. Full congratulations, man. I'm glad to hear it. Well, thank you. Thank so, you. So, introduce yourself to uh, everyone. Excellent. My name is Doug Scheidt. I'm the uh, president of Montanans for Responsible Legislation. Thanks for having me on, Matt. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, we start off the show kind of talking about uh, what was going on and the how everyone needs to be in Helena January 21st at 3 o'clock in room 152, it's of a course. Big day. That's it's right. Um, event. Be- tell us what you're uh, involved with uh, as far as that goes. You're going to be there. Well, MRL... Yeah, Montana's for Responsible Legislation is a part of a greater cannabis coalition we've recently formed, uh, including Montana Normal, the MMGA, Patients and Families United, Citizens for Resco- Res- Responsible excuse me, Crime Policy, and a bunch of different uh, advocacy groups. And we're uh, putting together uh, a unified front for the 21st. They're going to be debating several uh, kind of nasty bills related to medical marijuana in Montana. They're, want, they're wanting to make some pretty serious changes, from what I've heard. Well, they want to repeal well, it completely. Yeah, it, it runs the gamut from a repeal to a complete, severely restricted uh, version of the law. Now, so it, yeah. the ones that are on the real extreme side of complete repeal, what is their basis for this? What is their evidence of damage done, or, like, what is their reasoning? There's, there's a lot of uh, hysteria, uh, a lot of misinformation, and then just a, a lack of information about medical cannabis right now. Uh, and what I found exciting about being in the Capitol over the past couple weeks is there's a lot of legislators who will just approach you and say, look, I really don't know one way or the other what's going on with medical marijuana. Can you please tell me about it? And, and I think as the information gets out there, uh, which it's, it's already starting, uh, there's a, more of a sense of security among the lawmakers that this is a good program and one that should be kept. Right, and we want to stress that everyone, I mean, as many people as possible can make it down there because these people want to put a face to the industry. Mm-hmm. And if we let them... Right. It's massively important. Yeah, it's massively important that everybody turns out on the 21st because that, that, that will alleviate a lot of the misconceptions about medical cannabis. It, it's important that you show up uh, presentable and polite and, and uh, address lawmakers in, in, in a, a nice manner because if not, the, uh, the message is lost in translation. But a strong showing is uh, massively important and, and uh, it'll help clear up, like I said, some of these misconceptions we've uh, heard over the past year. Exactly, and it definitely helps having people like Irvin Rosenfeld on our side that go there and they can talk uh, to the representatives and they can see this guy's not even from our state and he's presentable, he's an amazing speaker, very great with the words. Well, yeah, and he's And he's their game. He's their game, and he's the federal patient, exactly. Irvin's been uh, remarkably effective. He's a great guy. We've had a a lot of fun this past week, but... uh, it's amazing to me to watch him speak to some of these incredibly conservative people and the, their, their jaws drop. Well, we had no idea there was a federal federal med- medical marijuana program. Uh, they, they're just clueless. And so yeah, and once that's... they start hearing about the federal program, the, the quota limits involved with that, and, and look at just Irvin and who he is as a person, uh, their minds start changing. So, you know, progress is being made, but, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah, definitely. And that's... 
he he's great because he's been doing this for so long. He's spoken in front of FDA panels. He's spoken in front of judges and Congress and all of these different things. Like he knows what he's doing with that. But I also think it's hugely yeah. important that local people go there and and show up and present themselves and you know mm-hmm. talk to these people. Like they're just people. They're cool people. I'm sure. Exactly. You know, they're exactly. just like you and well, me. They're just like cops. Don't get there by being jerks. Yeah, they're very exactly. charismatic and they're very exactly. friendly. Yeah, it's, it's not an intimidating scene at all. So now, what do you think is the point that everyone needs to stress to help? You know, make sure things go well on you know yeah what's the game plan we have like kind of a path of what we want i've heard that rescheduling is massively important as far as an overall thing but as far as just locally montana you know like what are we trying to stress to these people Mm -hmm. right now what's of crucial importance is that we have a strong showing first and foremost but that you're polite uh, you're presentable you understand the audience that you're speaking to while, while you're at the event and then from there you can just talk about how medical cannabis has helped your life uh how it benefits you as a human being how it helps you as a patient uh and anybody and everybody's experience is valid here because like i said there's such a, a lack of information amongst a great majority of these lawmakers that uh every little piece helps right right and we need to show them that we're not the reefer madness generation or whatever you want to call that. Mm-hmm. We're just normal people. We're productive members of society. Some of us weren't until we started smoking cannabis. Some of us always have been and continue to be. And they just need to see that. Mm-hmm. And as, ask stories them. Stories are amazing. Yeah. Right? You can just Every ask them. like. What what are your questions? Do you have any questions for me as someone? Because some of them have probably never smoked. Mm-hmm. So as someone who's never smoked, do you, what do you want to know? You know, present it. What, what can I h- help you with? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we had a funny conversation with a couple of house reps today and, and the remark was made. Uh, I, I just don't know about this medical marijuana thing. I, I don't know what they're cutting it with. There could be LSD in the cannabis and that's how deep the, the misinformation runs. Wow. That's how deep the area is. And so there's, like I said, it's 80 years of reefer madness, 80 years of bad propaganda. Yeah, and, that's... And people, as patients, as caregivers, that, that this is a an effective alternative to, to very dangerous, very debilitating pharmaceutical drugs. It, it does change people's lives. And so it's important that we communicate that message to, to our lawmakers. Absolutely. And like Berger says in the chat, the town I live in is now trying to pass a six-month temporary ban on marijuana shops until they make more laws about it. See, we do not want something like that to happen here. We don't want them to... Yeah, the, the, the trend of the, the moratoriums and, and local prohibitions exactly. I, I find very disturbing. Uh, and it, it's so disturbing because about the recreational use of cannabis, we're, we're discussing people with an immediate medical necessity, and it becomes very morally and ethically improper that you right. know, local government could... Uh, the will of the voters going against state law and uh, putting these moratoriums into place. Uh, there's been some success at the state level of including uh, provisions that, that stop local governments from banning medical cannabis, and we're going to be debating that over the next couple months. Right. And, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, if you look at it logically, it, it's hard to make an argument against it. I mean, if you just, I, I understand it hasn't been studied, even though it has been they don't really look at that unless, you know, it no, was... No, it's, it's, it's a very easy sell. Once you get the information out there, the facts, the truth, the right. anecdotal and scientific evidence is all on our side. Uh, the prohibitionists may merely have a hysterical rhetoric to work with, and we're, we're working with facts and, and real-world evidence here. Exactly, and that's what I'm, I'm trying to think, like, how the people that are arguing against it like I, I understand, maybe they they bring up the kids and they're like every they they tug on people's heartstrings and all that. But like when you look at the evidence, like how many kids have been hurt by it? How many people have been hurt by it? There's the evidence is completely on our side, and I don't understand how they can stand there and argue a point that is because they've completely been, BS. They've been being told how dangerous it is a lot longer than we have. Well, right, I, I see that. It's a lack, lack of information. Uh, Mostly, and uh, these people's fears are real, and, and they're valid. And uh, you know, people like Sherry Brady aren't malicious, mean, nasty, horrible people, but they, they're concerned about their children. And she doesn't 
they, they don't understand the facts. They don't understand what's going on, and often they're not receptive to the information. So it, it's our responsibility to find ways to communicate the message to any audience that we encounter. And, and right. And that's, the, that's the struggle right now. So, so like I said, the, the facts are on our side, and when you are able to present them in the proper manner, people do listen, uh, and, and minds can be changed. So, and again, it's very important to be there on the 21st. Right, definitely. Right, January exactly. 21st. Indeed. Room one fifty two. Have you guys uh, mentioned the, the fundraiser in Missoula coming yeah, up this Saturday? We we mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Um did you want to go ahead and go ahead and mention it again and throw in any other details that we might have missed? Well yeah, we're we're very excited about it. And again, like I said, we have this newly formed cannabis coalition where we have everybody who might not be on the same page, but we're in the same book here. So it's the MMGA, Montana Normal. Patients and Families United, you know, the whole, every, every advocacy group basically in the state of Montana. And we've come together to throw this gala benefit for the, uh, the patients of Montana to finance some of our lobbying efforts over the next three months. Uh, so Irvin Rosenfeld, a federal patient for over 28 years, uh, will be speaking at the event about his experiences with medical cannabis, uh, you know, some of his more amusing stories. Tom Dober will be introducing him. Uh, we have music from the Voodoo Horseshoes, uh, House of Quist, which features Rob Quist, uh, formerly of the Mission Mountain Wood Band. Uh, a few other local uh, vocal harmony acts, the uh, University of Montana String Quartet will be playing, and we have a catered dinner uh, going on, and several caregivers and advocacy groups will have uh, informational booths in the atrium. And It's the Holiday Inn downtown at the park in Missoula, uh, Saturday the 15th, 4.30 to midnight. So it's, it's very important that you guys get to this event, too, because it helps us be more effective uh, on the 21st and at other crucial dates uh, down the road. Yes. And it's going to be a great time. We're excited about it. So. Nice. Oh, yeah. are, are you guys streaming this event live on the Internet? I, I believe so. I think we've been uh, looking at uh, some ways to do that. And, and uh, once we have it hammered down, we'll be posting that on our uh, respective Facebook sites. Awesome. So if you pay attention to like Montanans for Responsible Legislation on Facebook, go ahead and like MRL, uh, it's the latest in medical cannabis news and upcoming events. Uh, the MMGA is another great resource. Uh, Montana Normal is always very helpful. Right. Uh, Patient Families United has recently opened the Facebook site, too, and that's the best way to stay on top of what's happening in the, the political scene in, in Montana. That's right. We've got to use the web 2.0 to our advantage. Yes, Absolutely. I friended Montanans for responsible legislation, and I've actually found quite a few stories off their site that we've used. So, I mean, there's a lot of information on there continuously. That's right. we got to take all that stuff and get people talking about it and get it out there and listen and spread the word for sure. So now, how can... Informed. Definitely. How can we help Montanans for responsible legislation outside of, you know, just this uh, dinner and everything? Um, is there anything else that, you know, we can do? Well, we're always looking for volunteers, and we do some coordination with uh, uh, citizen lobbyists, patient lobbyists. Uh, there, there's a house rented in Helena for folks that uh, either can't afford a hotel or just can't deal with the inconvenience of it. So we can help with housing to come down and kind of give you some coaching about how to approach lawmakers, how you can be effective. Uh, if, if you contact us at responsiblemontanans at gmail.com, that's responsiblemontanans, one word, at gmail.com, uh, we can give you an all, all all the info you need to get started on that, uh, or you can reach us at 406-285-1034. Uh, for the next three months, it's going to be, be very busy uh, in the medical marijuana movement here in Montana. We're almost the linchpin of the national reform movement here. So if the law does fall, we're looking at uh, going back 30 years politically on the national scene. So it's, it's very important to get involved in Montana right now. Absolutely. Well, cool, man. Thanks for the, uh, the call, and we'll We'll definitely be seeing you guys down there. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, I'll see you Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Thank you. Right on. All right. Talk to you guys later. Cool. Bye. Yep. Later, Bye. Man. Fantastic. I always wave like somebody can <laughs> Like he see can see me. us. <laughs> awesome. It's just habit. <laughs> I think I even do it when I'm on the phone sometimes, but oh well. Well, that's cool. It'll come in handy when we actually have video phones. So that was, again, That was Doug. Doug. Yes, from right. Montanans for Responsible Legislation. Right. Which is a little bit of a tongue twister, but very informative. Cool. Yes. And again, the, the info, responsiblemontanans at gmail.com, and you can call 406 
206-285-1034. And you can also find them on Facebook. That's right. And they're going to stream it live. So sweet. Yeah. Neato. <laughs> I'll have to go check out how they do that. Yeah. Maybe we could start See doing that. See who else is doing it out there. Hmm. <laughs> Spread the love. Spread the love. So. Okay. So we were talking about all that crazy stuff they were saying about the guy, Lofner. Yes. And it just seems insane that they're blaming it on this so much. But, you know, it was bound to happen, I guess. Right. Uh, looking at the evidence, he noted that while the connection between marijuana and schizophrenia is controversial and complicated and bullshit, the raw association is strong because of evidence showing that, one, schizophrenics are twice as likely to smoke marijuana as non-schizophrenics, or two, people who smoke marijuana are twice as likely to develop schizophrenia as those who do not smoke. He quoted some of the experts as saying that the evidence does suggest a direct link between pot and mental illness. One website featured uh, a comment, everyone who promotes marijuana as a good thing has blood on their hands. <laughs> Are you serious? How about everyone who supports a religion of <laughs> one form or another has blood on their hands? Hmm? Everyone, <laughs> that's so silly. Jared Lofner displays symptoms of paranoid schizophrenia, which is a common health side effect of someone who abuses marijuana uh, and pain pills and probably cocaine. Uh, and probably LSD and PCP. Like, your environment gives you paranoid schizophrenia. You can't... Just because everyone smokes pot doesn't mean... Whatever. Yeah, well. Ironically, Arizona voters in November narrowly passed Proposition 203, making Arizona the 15th state to allow f for the scam known as medical marijuana. This will have the effect of increasing distribution of the drug. It's so crazy to read stuff from the like the other side's point of view. It's it's so creepy to like look into their mind and to see how it works. And to see how you can go from this plant that actually has medical properties and helps people every day to paranoid schizophrenia. And that that's such a crazy association. Like really? I haven't developed paranoid schizophrenia. No. I haven't either. We're just not old enough yet. And when we do, they're going to count it because they say... when are we say, old enough? Um, I thought it was like 28. <laughs> we're just late bloomers, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, it's it's completely ridiculous. And this is maybe some of the stuff you might come into contact with uh, over there mm -hmm. in Helena. If they're like, but it, we have a study here that says it causes... Paranoid schizophrenia. You gotta Can ask them. All the them, paranoid schizophrenics in the room raise their hand. Right. <laughs> you gotta ask them where their double blinds were that show, you know, yeah. the other side of that and the control. You can't just say people who smoke pot are twice as likely to develop schizophrenia as those who because don't. Because everybody in our little uh, hospital that's a paranoid schizophrenic admitted to smoking right. pot. Right. And least just once because the numbers of how many people smoke pot. Mm hmm. You could also blame going to the bathroom, taking a shower, and eating food. Breathing, drinking water, swimming. Yeah. Sure. Watching TV. Anything they may have done before I that can make moment. your scientific <laughs> study say anything I want it to by using the numbers. You cheated. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, like, vicious, though. The scam known as medical marijuana. Blah. Remember that the Pentagon shooter from California was a medical marijuana patient, but was obviously not helped by the drug being prescribed by a physician. I also heard he was a Christian, so you might want to go f work on that uh, also. Governor Jan Brewer and her Democratic opponent in the November election, Terry Goddard, both opposed Prop 203. Well... Way to be non-progressive. Yeah. Mark A. D. Barnado wrote on the Daily Caller that funding for Proposition 203, quote, came largely from uber-liberal billionaire George Soros and his pro-legalization pet organizations, longtime broad-based marijuana legalization supporters. But he said that medical marijuana was a cover. Ooh, the conspiracy. Of medical course. marijuana caused 9-11. Uh, <laughs> come on. The real issue is not providing for terminally ill cancer patients. It is accommodating those who grow, sell, and use marijuana for recreational purposes. 
you cheated and lied and we don't have cancer ergo <laughs> smoking pot cures cancer well, we'd be dying if we didn't smoke pot all the time we would be dying from cancer right now because we smoke cigarettes exactly uh-huh mm-hmm mm-hmm that's gonna be what I'll run a mile but you real know what quick. Really sucks? I'll be right back. And I want to say this right now, and I'm gonna put yeah. it in my will too. Please, if I die, I'll put it in your will right now. Hold on. Anything. <laughs> it was not pot related. Absolutely. If I die of cancer, it's because I smoked cigarettes. If I end up killing somebody, it's because they seriously pissed me off, not because I'm smoking pot. Okay. Right. That's all. I just want that known right now. This had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Thank you. So, do you want to talk about Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> In the news, explaining... I don't know if you know this or not, Marky Mark. I don't know about the Funky Bunch, but Marky Mark, at least, uh, smoked pot, right? Really? Really. Uh, now, he's come out and said, I'm going to stop smoking pot... You know why? For the kids. Really? I stopped smoking weed for my kids. Oh. Because they were pissed I was smoking all of their weed. <laughs> One day we were driving and you could smell it from somewhere. My daughter asked what the smell was, so I told her it was a skunk. Well, Mark, that just means you're a bad parent for lying to your child. Pot had nothing to do with that. Then she said... Sometimes daddy smells like that to me and my wife, so I knew I had to quit. So you're really not quitting for the kids. You're quitting so that your daughter doesn't get you in trouble because you never educated her on the medicine. Yep. Oops, you're you bad, I guess. kids like that. You can't get away with I'm, anything around that. <laughs> I'm really glad you're a better actor than you are a parent. Because mm -hmm. some of his films, not too bad. He was a pretty good underwear model back in the day, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Calvin Klein. Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Berger sent us in this funny story. Oh, please. That I wanted to mention. Absolutely. And I loved the quiz before it, too. That was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Pop quiz. But in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, boy, howdy. Don't you know? Police say three men in their early 20s were drinking and playing foosball this morning in North Fargo when the game got heated and two of them started fighting, resulting in one seeking medical treatment for facial injuries. <laughs> I think a tire iron was involved. Nice. Carjack. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Officers received a report at about 3.52 So foosball makes you... Angry. Angry and beat faces in with tire irons. Foosball should be illegal. Um, I agree. We should uh, uh, approach the legislator with yeah. that. One of the men had struck the other man with a car jack after the fight spilled out, into the out of the house. Sergeant nice. Mark Leakin said... There's a lot of K's in his name. Leakin. The person who allegedly me, wheeled the jack was punched and kicked in the face and sought treatment. So it wasn't even the guy that he went after. The guy who who was swinging the object right. is the one who got hurt. Right. Um, and he was taken to Sanford Medical Center for possible broken jaw. Police couldn't prove that the carjack was used, so no arrest was made in connection with the reported assault. Adding, the case remains under investigation. The man who wasn't involved in the fight was arrested on suspicion of marijuana possession, he said. Really? Because... So the other two guys get all crazy and drunk. <laughs> they start fighting at 4 o'clock in the morning. Of course. In the street. Sure. Someone goes to the hospital. And the only person who gets in trouble is the guy that they suspect has... Cannabis. That's so amazing. Wow. The end. Wow. <laughs> right? <sighs> I I can't even put into you words hate, how insane that is. You hate your friend. Both of your friends. Well, They're I not mean, even my friends. I don't even know these guys. On one hand. What an asshole. On one hand, I've always kind of lived by the whole like, 
if I have something on me I shouldn't get caught with and people start fighting, leave the area sure. completely. Sure. Right? That's called survival but, skills. Right. But if you're still around, maybe put it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Or just don't even go outside at all. Or, you know. Or <laughs> get new friends. Yeah. Don't play foosball at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Was drinking involved? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Lots of it. Interesting. But, you know, that's still legal, so it's cool. Facial injuries? Facial. Reminds me of, like, like a porn shoot that's gone horribly wrong, and they wheel her in because she got facial injuries. All right, so anything else before we call it an episode? Episode 50, everyone. I know. How about 50, that? 50, and we only had one one issue. I know. That was my bad. It's all good. We don't really use the phone call line like every episode of every show for either this or the other one, so I apologize. It's all good. I fixed it on the fly, though. I will edit that out of the podcast, though. <laughs> If I remember. So, thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Matt. 50 episodes. You can always go to hotboxpodcast.com and listen to any of them at any time, whenever your heart desires. Please make sure you're subscribed in iTunes. Give us a rating and review for goodness sakes. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. You can leave messages and we'll even play those on the show. 406-204-4687, of course. Uh, And hey... Help us pay some of these bills. This thing is expensive. Ooh, and we need 15 more friends on our Facebook page to hit 420. Oh, word to that. <laughs> so uh, give that, invite all of your friends. Actually, no, just invite 15 of your friends. <laughs> oh, fun. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys on Saturday in yep, Missoula yep. if we go there. If not, we'll do a show here. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about what they're doing there. Sure, sure. Because, yeah. hey, they'll be streaming it live. We can sit here and just watch it. And talk about it. <laughs> Screw that. I don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. You guys should all go, though. It's going to be great. So, and, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys then. Goodbye. If you like you weed, like this weed, is where, this where you, you need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.